You'll never believe this. A pastor and a rabbi walk into a podcast to discuss how faith and tradition should inspire us, but never limit us. Yeah, we talk about surfing, religion, stand-up comedy, hummus, pogo balls, and absolutely nothing important at all. You'll have so much fun, you'll never believe we're actually religious leaders. So how are you? I'm okay, man. How are you? I'm good. I need to apologize, though. Okay, tell me what, what you got to apologize about. Well, first, how, how does it feel to, to know that um, I have to apologize for something? It makes me feel a little weird. You know, like, let's be honest. Apologies are always a little awkward. Um, but especially when you have no clue what's coming, like, you know, when you know, it's coming. So you give them like that. No, go ahead. You can apologize. That's fine. Like I'm ready. I've been waiting for this. I have no idea what's going on here. This is a, uh, this is news. So, so you're a little, you're nervous or you're awkward. You feel uncomfortable. I'm a little excited. I can't wait to find out what it's all about. Why excited? Because you have power over me now. A little bit, a little bit. Feel like I'm holding it over you. What? <laughs> you're ready. You're ready to judge. I'm at least ready to to. Well, at least I got the. I like. I can give you. You know, I can forgive you, and that's a bit. That's a little bit of power that you get when you get to forgive somebody. Yeah, you get to sit in the judgment seat and be like, "Ah, oh, yes, I am. Mm-hmm. I am. I am." Uh, right. I am you get to hold out the ring and say, "Kiss, kiss the hand." Bow and kiss the ring. That's you right. A great feeling. Sometimes I don't even understand. Do you ever apologize and you don't know, like, you don't really feel it or you know why, don't know why? Well, I feel like my children do that all the time. I have to tell them, like, well, why, you know, they're sorry. Why are you apologizing? You know what I mean? But, like, do I apologize and I don't? Yeah, sure. If I do something to my wife and she's giving me that dirty look, I'm like, sorry. Even before I know what I did. Sorry. Don't, don't know what it was. Do you, ever, do you ever have to, like, force the apology for your kids? You're like, you say sorry to your brother right now. You Are you that? kidding me? I say that every day, multiple times a day. And, and I say it, and it's always like, sorry. And you go, what did you do? You didn't even talk to anybody just then. Who are you apologizing to? Oh, sorry. Oh, their, sorry. Whole body, their whole body goes limp. <laughs> you go, all right. I'm sorry. Yes, I feel like I say that all the time. You have to apologize and you have to do it now. I read something once that forcing your kids to apologize is like the worst thing you can do because it teaches them that it doesn't have to be genuine. No, I completely disagree because I think it's the same thing as like, you have to civilize your children and they will never apologize if you don't force them to apologize. Like it's never going to come. Like there's very few children, I feel like in the entire world who just give an apology for nothing. It doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. Like you have to tell them, this is the point when you apologize. This is why you're saying sorry. This is what you're saying sorry about. And this is the reason you're apologizing. You have to teach them. I disagree. You have to teach them, but do you have to force them? Like, do you have to say, like, like, I guess there's a difference between like, okay, here's, here's what, here's what it means to apologize. Here's how you do it. And when you're ready and understand that you go ahead and tell your brother or versus like, you told them right now, or you're not getting dinner. Well, there's, a, I could see how you're saying like, you could, you could rush the apology. Yeah. But like, at the same time, um, if you were to say to a child, like, it would be really great if you would apologize now. And they'd be like, and it'd be really, really great if you gave me some candy. Neither of us are going to do that right now. You know, it's not going to happen. They're not going to just do it. I mean, I see what you're saying. You want to figure out a way to sort of set the mood so that the apology comes on its own. But I I don't, Mike, I love my children dearly, but they don't do that. 
it's not gonna happen. Do you think um, do you think asking for an apology is appropriate? Like if somebody does something wrong to you? Yeah, if you punched me and I was like, hey, you need to I need I need an apology from you. Absolutely. I, I think I think clearing the air is 100 percent the right thing to do. And that's part of clearing the air. Meaning like I've definitely there was a time in my life where I was sort of going through a process of you know, learning how to stand up for myself. And I literally went to people who had hurt me and said, this is what you did. This is what was wrong. And it'd be really great if you apologized. And like, is it things they knew about or like random things that they were like, oh, I didn't even know that was a problem. Uh, some, yes, some, no, like they definitely, none of them ever expected me. Well, one, I should say that one person expected me to show up at his doorstep. Everyone else knew that like him didn't know that they had even done anything wrong and didn't even know why we were getting together. And some people like uh, most of the people sort of balked and were like, why do I have to do that? Like, what's your problem? Why are you holding on to this? You know what I mean? They like doubled down. Yeah. They almost doubled down a little they bit. Doubled. And then, they, and then if they did, they did what my kids did. And they were like, oh, sorry. You know, like <laughs> the guy who knew I was coming though, he, he apologized. But like, he definitely- isn't that interesting that like, like, like whether I knew I hurt you or not, if you said you were hurt, I don't know if I'd be like, no, I don't like, I feel like, no, I'm not going to apologize. Or why do I need to just makes you feel worse. You know what I mean? For sure. But you mean who feels worse? The person who needs to apologize or the person who wants the apology? The person who wants it. Oh, for sure. Like not only did I do something wrong in your eyes, but also I don't care. Yep. And I'm not going to, sorry, I'm not going to give it to you. Like you really have to not like somebody to do that. Wait, this process, this process you were on, it's like, it's like the opposite role, role of what, um, what they do in, in, uh, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous groups. Okay. Right. Because they're, they have to make a list of all the uh, apologies they need to make to people. And so they basically go back through their entire life since childhood, the earliest memories, and they make lists and then they call long lost relatives and be like, you know, it, it, it's current stuff like, hey, I'm sorry, I stole money from you for heroin. But it's also like, hey, Aunt Mildred, sorry, I wiped a booger on your curtain when I was 12 years old. Right. They went back. Right. So you did the same thing, but you were like, nope. like, hey, this is like the Billy Madison moment when, he, when Steve Buscemi, <laughs> Buscemi saved his life in the end. <laughs> no, for sure. Listen, I think what was going on in my process was I think that it's much better to sort of if you can call that out when it happens right away. Do you know what I mean? When you're, when somebody does something that bothers you um, much better to just say to them, Hey, that, that really hurt my feelings. Please don't say that. Or please don't do that. Like you don't have to necessarily ask for an apology, but I was in the place where I, I like, I couldn't do that. I couldn't stand up for myself. And when you can't do that, what do you do? It festers. It either bothers you with that person or you have to go talk to somebody else about it. And really I was working on just like, just call it out. Just say, Hey, don't do that. I really don't like that. And if they apologize, like, I don't need the apology as much now. You know what I mean? I just need to tell somebody, stop it. Yeah. I think when we're adults though, it gets so much more indirect than direct. It's less like someone, you know, like as a kid, it's like your kids punch each other or steal one of their toys. As an adult, it's more like slights or like when you did this, I felt this way. And Well, that's right. That's the language we're all taught to use, right? When you did this, it made me feel like X, right? And I I think- But you can't always know. You don't always know. Like if I hit you, I know it hurt. But if I said, if I said, oh, I don't believe that Jewish garbage, 
I wouldn't know if it hurt you or not. You know what I mean? Like, you, you didn't <laughs> well, know. that one maybe, but yeah, I, I understand what I, you're saying. If you didn't know, I was, yeah, that one. <laughs> was a little overt. And uh, <laughs> yes, but I don't know. It's, but it's, I, I hear what you're saying. There are times where like, you don't even know that you did it. And I think, look, I think most people who are grounded enough in who they are and, you know, care about the people around them enough, like if they find out from somebody else that they did something that hurts them, like an apology isn't hard to do. You know what I mean? Most of the apologies that I hear my kids giving are like, sorry, you feel that way. Or like, yeah. I don't know, like, yeah. it's like this really like sort of reactionary, sorry, like why it's a sorry that's it, the, the language of it is, why are you blaming me? That's the sorry they're giving, like, sorry, you know, like, and it's like, that's not a sorry that an adult, somebody who's grounded it, you know, they just say, yeah, my, my bad. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And you just wonder if it's like genuine or if it's just the words that you're supposed to say, right. It's like reading the script that you're told. That's the problem with, I think, forcing kids. Cause if they just say they're sorry, they go back to like the kid's script and not the emotional empathy that that needs to happen. Right. Well that, but I think emotional empathy also needs to be taught. I don't think it's something that's innate in people. And I don't think it's something that's definitely not innate in children. Right. Emotional empathy really has to like, that's why most of the time when I sit down to, 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 to get this, this, this apology thing to happen between my children, most of it involves saying to them, do you know what you just did? Do you know how that made them feel? Right. How would you feel if you, if they did that to you? Like it's that whole game playing of like, Oh, how do you, to get somebody to put some, themselves in someone else's shoes? You have to, you have to get them there. And if, and once they sort of learn how to see that, you hope that, later on in life, that's what they do. Also, you, you probably also know, I mean, I don't know if you see this in your life, but they're probably apologizing up the wazoo when they're not in the house. It's just these people that they live with who they're so sick of, they're not going to apologize to unless you twist their arm a little bit. Also, they do the, the worst shit to one another that they wouldn't do to people outside the house. Oh, 100%. I mean, I, I, my, my eldest called us a couple of weeks ago and she she there's like all these groups of friends going on right now because they're switching schools and she one of her close friends got really upset with her because she was hanging out with a girl that was mean to her at a different time okay and so she was like and so she called us my daughter and she was bawling her eyes out that her close friend was mad at her for befriending or even just relating to this other friend this other girl who she didn't like and so like it's clear she empathizes and understands what it's like when somebody doesn't like what you do you know what i mean she cried on the phone for like a half hour she, but like that just doesn't happen as much at home you know what i mean it's not something that we see here so she so her friend didn't know about it no that was the thing her friend knew that she was now befriending or you know hanging out with a girl that she okay let's put it like this my daughter her best friend, like one of her close friends. And then there was another girl from another school that that other girl, my, my daughter's closest friend, they had hung out before and they had, it didn't go well. And so now that my daughter was befriending girl C, girl B, her close friend was not happy about it. You following? Yeah. Yeah. It's girl stuff. It's triangles. Yeah. I mean, it's always like, I don't know. Do you feel like if you felt bad about something, but didn't know if it hurt, if the other person was hurt by it, you should apologize or just hold it. Oh, that's a good one. Like, do you have to wait um, for them to know to feel hurt? I'll give I'll give you a good example of that. Okay, you ready? A couple of months ago, I did uh, I, I officiated a wedding, and at the wedding, I did what I considered to be a very good speech about love and marriage and all these things, right? 
And I come off of the, and, and it happened to be that it's a biblical story, which the beginning of it starts out just talking about how um, Rebecca was barren. It just mentions that, like it does it. That's not the topic of the of the thing. And it talks about how much they love each other and they care about each other. And it's like a model for love. I step off of the 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 chuppah as we call it, right? I step down from doing this and the wedding canopy. And a woman walks up to me and goes, "I can't believe you would talk about barrenness under somebody's wedding canopy." Oh and she like lays into me. And I was like, oh, I was like, wow. I said, you know, I hadn't really thought about that. You're right. Maybe that's not really the right time to be talking about barrenness. Um, and, and and the funny thing is, is that in the story, both men, the man and the woman are, you know, Isaac and, and Rebecca, we're not sure who's barren. Anyway, long short, I felt horrible about it. And I felt like I needed to apologize, but I had no idea if the couple was upset about it. Yeah. So right. And so what did I do? So like, what did I do? I'll tell you what I did. I went to like as many people as I knew who had been at the wedding. And I said, what'd you think about what I said under the, under the, under the canopy? <laughs> right? How hurt would you be by this? <laughs> so wait, the best part is, is like, if you really know what you're doing, and I know you know this as well, only at my very best do I keep the actual community like engaged the entire time. Most of the time they're going to kind of, you know, drift off, doze off, whatever, you know, like, so I think they all felt like put under pressure of like, do you remember what I said? What did I say? And I was like, no, no, I'm not, I don't care if you remember what I said. Did anything that I said strike what you as point being four like, B of my sermon? <laughs> exactly. I was like, did you find anything in what I said to be overly, you know, inappropriate? And the guy was like, no, I think she was just off. And So finally at the end, like when I was talking to the couple at one point, I started dropping these little like, you know, so, and yeah. And then, and then I finally just said, look, I got to ask you a question. I said to the, to the groom and he goes, yeah, what is it? I said, did you, did, were you put off by the, by the speech? And he was like, what are you talking about? Of course not. And I was like, good. Cause I would have, I felt so bad and felt like I needed to apologize, but like that, I feel like that only makes it worse. If I had just walked in and apologized and be like, yeah, look, I really feel so sorry. And, da, 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 and you know, he was like, he didn't mind it at all. He thought it was great. You know? And so you have to sort of feel those things. That's out. the hard part is you let in with like, sort of like justifying, like, I don't want to apologize, but if you need it, like if I offended you, Rather, oh no 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 because no, no, like no, there's no. like the gen no but you like i don't think you did it i don't think you did it entirely wrong but there's a there's a place where it's like it has to be genuinely remorseful right so if you oh yeah i feel like if you feel bad about something you just straight out be like hey i feel bad about this i'm really sorry it won't happen again and if the person goes i didn't even notice don't worry about it. You're like, okay, fine. I, I think that I think the problem is in this scenario. I'm like, did I ruin your wedding day? Is that yeah. is that what happened? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And if you and now for years they're going to keep rethinking it. They're like, maybe that did ruin it ten percent. Did ruin it? Yeah, there's something that wasn't on the better. whole rest of the day. Grandma did seem off the rest of the night. <laughs> kept asking sure us about. Was she kept asking us about adopting for some reason. <laughs> Exactly. They're like, why did these people keep giving us adoption agency cards? It's weird. Right. But then also, like, what if, like, what if you're blindsided? Like I, like I said to you, I need to apologize. You don't know what. Like, what do you, I think blindsiding someone doesn't give them the time to, like, consider the hurt and consider what they need. I feel like it puts people on, like, edge. You know what I mean? It makes them more aggro in their response. If you just, like, run in and apologize, you mean? Yes. Like they don't yeah, I, know. Well, I, I think it would definitely, if somebody came in and apologized, you know, and I, and I wasn't even, you know, thinking about 
this at all. And I never even thought about it and never thought that they, yeah, it would definitely sort of put me on, on like, not on edge, but I would be like, I don't really know how to respond to this. Like, uh, maybe I'm, I'm, I forgive you. I'm not really sure. You know, like, what do I do at that point? And then you have to go back months later because you were, you, 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 you at first, <clears throat> your first response was like, no, it's okay. Cause you're a nice yeah. guy and you don't want him to feel bad. But then a month later, you're like, fucking hey, that did hurt. <laughs> so wait, go- when, when you, so I'll, I'm going to, I'll give you a quick story and then I'll tell you, and then I'll give you a question that goes along with it. But, but the story is basically this, there's a, there's a time period in the Jewish year when we ask for forgiveness and, and they, it goes between Rosh Hashanah, the new year and Yom Kippur, the day of atonement. Right. And in those 10 days, you're supposed to like really work on bettering yourself and asking for forgiveness from God and from other people. And at one point, uh, before that time period, I, you know, a couple of weeks before I brought my surfboards over from America when I moved to Israel. And when I did it was clear. I called the company that I flew. I flew LL. I called them. I said, how much does it cost for the boards? They said it was $75. And then at the airport, long short, nobody who was working the counters was from LL and they charged me like $250. And so when I asked on the plane, I said, this wasn't right. They said, no, that was wrong. Go to the office. And I went to the office and they said, yeah, yeah, yeah. We have a guy who in this office who surfs. You were only supposed to be charged $75. Call this phone number called the phone number. They started the process. They said, yes, we will give you your refund. Don't worry. It's coming. During that 10 days, I get a phone call and I answer it. And this woman says, hi, I'm calling from El Al. And I said, yes. She goes, I just want you to know that I'm processing your refund, but I'd like to ask you for forgiveness. And I said, "Uh, okay, El Al, I forgive you. She was like, it's taking too long and I feel really bad. And I want to ask for forgiveness. And I said, okay, El Al, like I forgive you. And she was sort of like, you know, and I, I just thought it was very funny. I said, I don't know if I can give a company forgiveness, but I forgive you. But like, so I, th- there was a point in my life. Here's my question that goes along with that. There was a point in my life where forgiveness, I, I had to give it or get it like right away. Like it had to be done. I needed that feeling in my gut of like feeling bad that I did something wrong or feeling bad that somebody felt that they did something wrong to me. Like I needed it to go away, like right away. So if somebody came and asked for an apology or apologized or whatever, it would happen like instantaneously, no thought. And at some point when I sort of, I don't know, maybe it was after I went through this process where I have everyone to apologize to me, I felt like it's okay to be angry or upset for a little while and not given a, you know, a, 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 and when somebody apologizes to you, you don't have to forgive them like the instant that that happens. Like, do you think it's okay to hold off on the forgiveness if you're not feeling like you're there yet? Are you holding off on the forgiveness right now? I'm, I'm letting you sit so that you think it feels to have your forgiveness withheld. But I mean, uh, it, I think because the, the idea of forgiveness, I think we talk about forgiveness later, but forgiveness, the idea of forgiveness is, uh, is almost more of a gift to yourself than a gift to the person who did you wrong. So yeah, like, like my interest in apologizing needs to be myself letting you know, I know what I did was wrong. I take responsibility. I want to make it right. And it'll never happen again. That's my responsibility. I can't control whether you forgive me or not. Right. So I think, yes, if I can't forgive someone yet, it may be having to something to do with what you did say or didn't say. Maybe you apologized wrong or didn't include like that you wouldn't do it again. 
So I might be withholding the forgiveness. No, but it might just be that you're still really mad. It might just be that like, you're not over it yet. You know what I mean? And it hurts too much for you to be like, yes, I forgive you at that instant when you're like, yeah, I'm just not there. I I think I'm going to get there, but I'm not there yet. But that's like, that's the hard part about like, if you blindside someone with something they didn't know, weren't hurt by, weren't prepared mentally to like consider this. And then you're like, so do you forgive me? It's like, I just, I, I just had my coffee and I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's, that's isn't that the issue with that? You're like, you're like, uh, good morning. Uh, nice that, to that's, see how, you. that's the issue with answering, answering cell phones now without knowing why or answering the door when someone rings the doorbell. You're like, I, 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 I'd like to know why you're calling, why you're ringing the doorbell first. So I could be mentally prepared. I saw a thing that it said, it said I would pay $6.99 for, uh, it's like a caller ID is free now but I would pay $6.99 a month for caller justification. So it says nice. like, Jamie is calling to ask you to borrow his car. You like, ignore. <laughs> Jamie is calling to catch up. Hey, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> Just caller justification. That's really good. Although yeah, when, I, when you were saying it, I was thinking more of uh, Sebastian, uh, Sebastian Maniscotti, you know, the one with the yeah. doorbell, do you, the doorbell. Oh, and they all hide. Yeah. They're all yeah like, and they all hide. like the first one was like, well, when you in the olden days, everyone would have been like, we have a cake waiting for those people just if they show up. And now it's like, did you, did you know if somebody's coming over? Is somebody supposed to be, get down, everyone down. Like <sighs> you, know, you do not want them to know you're there. Now I know j- j- there's definitely something about knowing th- I mean, it's a couple steps. Like, let's say, okay, so here's another good one. If somebody isn't uh, or has no clue that you hurt them, not just that like if you brought it up, they would remember and you would explain it to them and they would see and they would go, oh, I did something wrong. Like they weren't involved in any way, shape or form, right? Like I went and I said something really bad about somebody else and it never got back to the person I talked, you know, was speaking badly about. They have no clue, but still, I wronged them, right? Like in a sense, on a pure, you know, uh, I don't know if it's like ideal situation, but really, I should apologize to that person. Now, what happens? You talk about getting blindsided when you walk in and you say, "Listen, you have no clue yeah. that I did this," but you just like, said, "I should apologize." Like it comes with that, like that expectation. So look, that what I, where I was coming from was on the Jewish spectrum of things. When you do something, when you wrong oh, someone spectrum. else, like autism. there's this. That you're going to say it's more like it's like gender, but like the rainbow. <laughs> the Jew. I'm, this just then Judaism is like a rainbow. There you go. So, um, but like on, on that, on these sort of things, I should apologize for what I learned and what I what I should apologize for. In a sense, even though the person might never know. I did, I did wrong them in a way. And I probably should apologize to them. Right. I should say to them, Hey, you know, I, I, I messed up. This is what I did. And I'm really sorry, but like, what a talk about. And I, I should say, I actually did it once. There was one time I said something about a guy. I felt really bad about it. I barely even knew the guy. And he was like this, he was really one of those well, he was probably on the spectrum. Let's put it that way. He really was like extremely intelligent and knew lots of Jewish law. And I walked up to him and I said, listen, I said something and I feel bad about it. And I said, you know, you had no clue and I'm really sorry about it. And he went, huh, apologizing when the person doesn't even know that they were involved. Huh. And he just sort of walked away. Like he didn't, he didn't like, he was just sort of like laughing just, and wondering whether or not I should have even done it. He you just know? intellectualized like, it early. It was so interesting. Like he just watched a movie version with that. He was, exactly. It was like watching his own life. He's like, well, that was interesting. And he's like, are you real? And like walked away. And so the truth of the matter is 
that that's like I think that's the ultimate blindside. Like imagine though that there actually were ramifications. Imagine that you know it was something that when I did that. Uh, he didn't get a job or something. You know what I mean? Like I did something really bad and and he right. now knows that he didn't get a job. Exactly. And so when I come to apologize, he, you know, was probably my best friend and didn't have a clue that like, you know, I caused him not to get it. Like that's going to take some time to process. You can't just, I don't think I would be able to forgive somebody if they walked up and said that to me, you know? Yeah, but you, it's hard because like forgiveness wasn't the goal, was it? It was true. 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 I'm, I'm saying where, where, I, where I was in my life, like forgiveness, it wasn't about a goal. It was like, I just, it was like almost a knee jerk reaction. It was like, okay, just stop apologizing. It's making me uncomfortable. Like, I'm just gonna say, I, I forgive you. You know what I mean? And it's not, it wasn't genuine either, but, but that, that's an, it's a, it's a really interesting thing. Like, let's say that you have a, like a double blind where the person, you don't know the person you, they didn't know you did it and all these things, right. We still probably should apologize for that. Yeah, I guess. Wasn't this a Seinfeld episode? Didn't George write up a list of people who did things wrong to him? Oh, I'm sure if anybody did it, it was George. Oh, it was Festivus. No, the Festivus holiday that his dad, remember this? Yeah, yeah. I remember Festivus. And what happened? And what did he do? When they'd go make a list of people that they disliked and and tell them like what they've done wrong. (laughs) That is so Larry David. Yes, yes. That does ring a bell. Yeah, well, I, I wanted to say I'm sorry because I didn't tell you that we're recording a podcast right now. What? Yeah. I feel like, do you remember in, uh, when they did the Sanka's, uh, there was a commercial on SNL where Chris me. Farley, hold on, Chris Farley was one of the different players and they said, we switched your regular coffee for Sanka's Folgers, you know, what are crystals? Oh, yeah. Do you remember this? And then they come to Chris Farley and he goes, we ch-, and everyone else went, oh my God, it's delicious. And they come to Chris Farley and he goes, what you did? And he starts to like choke the guy who was yes. doing it. And choke, like, <laughs> it was like, we're recording a podcast. Like, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it, I'll forgive you. I'll forgive you. I didn't, I don't need you to. Oh, okay, great. I just felt like I had to say that. Yeah, this is season two. Welcome to season two, Jamie. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I, I feel like you're welcoming me as well. I didn't realize we were uh, jumping back in, but it feels good to be back. Maybe it was easier as a flash mob than a uh, than a full uh, full. Yeah, through. I think so too. So wait, what? Can you? Is there a reason that you're thinking about the sorry? Just because we're good, you didn't tell me we were going to record, or is it like was there something else going on in your? No, calendar? that was just the topic. I thought it'd be fun <laughs> to do a topic on apologies, and then the next week doing it on forgiveness. Oh, nice. I like, so I, I got ahead of. How could, the trick, how could I trick Jamie into doing this? I had I had a lot of hairbrain hair schemes and ways to apologize. The, well, the listen, other, I, I, I should probably yeah. apologize too because when you messaged me and said we have to talk, I oh, then made, I made Adam call you, our close, our, our mutual friend. I said, check on oh, him. Oh, he little has bit been asking about- me all week, <laughs> all week. He's like, hey man, are you okay? I was like, so, I was so worried. I was like going through the list of things. I was like, well, I hope his marriage is okay. And uh, the kids, I hope they're okay. And like doing all this stuff. And I was like racking my brain. And I said, I, so I called Adam. I sent him a message and I said, Adam, listen, don't tell him why. Just, just, just ask him if he's okay. And he, he like got me, he like sent me messages. He's like, he seems fine. Everything seems okay. And, and, and. I was like, okay, good. All right, all right good. 
Ladies so and we kids. talked that night on the phone. And then I, I started, and then I, the next day I texted him. I was like, Kendra didn't, Kendra didn't want a massage tonight. Do you think she's all right? Do you think she still loves me? And then I texted all these <laughs> jokes because it, I think and he it, thinks it, it's real. I, 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 I think it's ridiculous that someone would, would reject a massage. You know what I mean? Yeah. So What's I wrote, that about? I wrote, do you think I should have her committed to an asylum for, for a mental issue? I, I feel like not wanting a massage is on the list of stroke symptoms, don't you? Like, don't you? Are you are you smelling burnt toast right now? And then I said, if I ever say no to a massage, it's time to take me out to the pasture and put me down. <laughs> awesome. And then he was like, and then he goes, whoa, whoa, WTF, call me, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> they're obviously jokes <laughs> yeah no but not if your other friend is like a clue you in that something's going on and he is worried for your sanity that's probably not going to help matters so then i did i apologized to him the next day i was like because he you know he's been through a divorce so i was like hey man sorry if those jokes last night were insensitive <laughs> and then he, he texts again he was like are you sure you're okay <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I didn't have any of that context. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. That is so great because the levels of like, you couldn't write that, you know what I mean? Like to make it, you know, that levels of like one side is like, this is great. Everything's going great. I'm just going to throw out all these jokes. And the other side's like, I think he, he's the one who needs to be committed. I'm really worried about him. I was just riffing. And he was like, <laughs> He was like, do you need me to pay for therapy? Do you need- no, that's amazing. I'm yeah, here. he's the one who should be paying for all- How many surfboards does that guy have? He should definitely be paying for something for the two of us. I feel like he's... Uh, I think he's cut back. I think he's... Uh, <clears throat> what does that mean, cut back? Just stopped buying or... 17. Uh, 17. 17. One of my other close friends, uh, I once heard him on a podcast and he's he gets all these boards because he like he has a huge Instagram following. And they, this this guy who was interviewing him asked him and said, you know, what's the average number of boards you think that, uh, you know, your regular surfer should have? And he goes, I would say not more than 50. And he was totally joking. And I was like, I have like five. I think I have five boards. And my wife is really mad at me right now. And I have been apologizing because I'm trying to buy a new surfboard. And she's like very upset with me. Yeah. The other, yeah, thing I was gonna, the, the other thing I was going to do is try and think of the most uncomfortable thing to apologize to you about, like fabricate something and make oh. you really uncomfortable and, uh, and then just like let it play out live and not tell you we were not tell you it was going to be the podcast. Yeah. And what, like hide your microphone or something like what was going to happen there? No, we were just going to do it like this. Like, like, oh, but you were just, you so really were going to like, I like, literally have said, an apology. We need to talk. And then you get uh, thinking that I'm going to tell you like my deep, dark secret or something awful yep, going on, yep, like cancer or yep. something like that. Oh my and God. Me, I was like, me being like, hey man, I'm sorry. I made out with your sister in college. And then, you know just, what? Just and the funny the part is that could have happened. <laughs> my yes. sister did go to college with you as did I. And it but could have just, happened. But then just talking for an hour about that and like just leaning in deeper and deeper. Oh, I tell you what would have happened. It probably wouldn't have worked because I would have probably just gone. Awesome. Awesome. You Yes. Like, cause I think you're cool and I like her and I'd be like, great. You guys hit it off like that. Wonderful. So have you ever seen this? The five Let's languages see. of apology. Do you need to, oh, wait, that's not you. That's me. I was like, do you need to install something? No, I need to install something. Uh, um, never mind. I was trying to no, show no, you. I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. Wait, it says, I don't think I've ever seen this. So there's five languages uh, for apologies. So I'm going to walk through the five. Okay. Which one of these do you start with most often when you have to apologize? Ready? First one is expressing regret. It's words like, I apologize or I'm sorry. 
Second mm-hmm. language is accepting responsibility, saying I was wrong or what I did hurt you. Mm-hmm. Third one, making restitution. What can I do to make it right? Mm. How can I fix it? Number four, genuine repenting. I will not do that again. Mm-hmm. And the fifth one is requesting forgiveness. Will you please forgive me? Uh, I think I, I definitely think I start with either one or two. I either apologize or um, or tell like I was wrong because I did X. I don't think it would make sense to start with three, four, and five because you you know how can I make it right? Well, what did you do? Right? You can't you can't say how can I make it right if you haven't told what you did wrong? Right? So that doesn't make sense to me. So then, then but, I don't make sense because what I do is I do one really disingenuously and then I jump to three. What can I do? How can I fix it? So I say, like, <laughs> I, I, do, I sound like a 10 year, like a, like a 10 year old kid. Oh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what can I do to make it right? Do you want me to make yeah. food? Do you want me yeah. to, do you want me to get, I'll make it. No, you want to fit, you want like, even like having nothing to do with make it actually right. What can I do to make you just feel better? That kind of make it right. To forget about it. Yep. To yeah. not have to deal mm-hmm. with the deeper mm-hmm. emotion of knowing I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're 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 pretty healthy, or at least now that you know we're putting on a podcast, you're pretending you're perfect. No, yes, I'm definitely. This is definitely at least one of us is honest here. No, I I think that um, I was thinking about an apology. I made an apology this morning to my eldest daughter. Last night we were having like there was a lot of stress in the in the house because we were staying somewhere else, and she was stressed about this, and everyone was stressed out, and I was I was really laying into her about it, and my wife afterwards said to me you know, you, you really made her out to be the bad person. And, and you, you know, and I said, you know what, you're right. I didn't mean to do that. I can see how that came across that way. I'm going to apologize. So this morning I like, I came to her and I said, listen, I just want to tell you, um, I'm, I'm really, I'm sorry that I, you know, I feel like what happened was you, I, you came across as doing something really wrong and that was not my intention. And, um, I'm, I'm really sorry. And I didn't even offer her to make her an egg or anything. Like there was no, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to go that far, but sorry, I was, man. I really felt like, I, I felt like, you know what, I'm sorry. And she, I think, and I gave her a big hug and a kiss and I said, and I love you. And I think you're fantastic. And you know, all that stuff. Um, but I, I really feel like I try to like, Oh, let me, let me, you know, massage your feet. So you feel better kind of a thing. That's not, that's not on my list. I mean, I think the whole point of it, the, the hard part is it's it's like one of the most uncomfortable things, but the whole point of an apology is to show you give a shit and everything that that person wants and values becomes more important than what you want and value, right? I think that's the hard part of it. Sure. Is we have to put aside the fact that we just want to go through life doing what's good for us or what's best for us. Obviously, you know, not completely inconsiderate, but we just want to like, you know, take care of ourselves and do the things that are fun and go about life. And then all of a sudden we find out we hurt somebody and we don't want to mm-hmm. give up those things or say they were bad all of a sudden, but we also want to be like, okay, you know, I heard, I heard you, I care about you. I'm sorry. Right. But- I think, I think the worst apology, which is, which I don't, I don't do in my interpersonal life, but I feel like people do all the time in, in like the greater celebrity social media world is I'm sorry you feel that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that's, so I've got a list of uh, rules for true apologies and that's, I think that's number two. True apology keeps the focus on your actions and not on the other person's response. Right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that you felt hurt. Right. I'm sorry that someone's saying, I'm sorry. You're a sissy. I'm sorry. You can't take (laughs) exactly Exactly. hard things. Suck it up. I think, I think the, the, I'm sorry you feel that way only makes sense 
in my, when I'm doing it is if I'm really not sorry, right? Like I really like, that's a, that's the sort of throwing my hands up and like going, you know, like, I'm really sorry you feel that way. Like, I don't feel like I did anything wrong. You know what I mean? That's what that means in my, in my book. Here's my, here's my other hard part about, I think the other hard part is sometimes I justify what I did. It's cause it's, again, it's not like direct straightforward stuff. It's like, I say something, Kendra says something, I say something again. I'm only saying it in response to her. And so I want her to know like how she hurt me first. I, so usually my apology is something like, I'm sorry, but I only did that because you did this and I had to respond Ooh, to it. And if you were yes. nice, if you were nice first, so you, you be nice all the time and you'll never have to feel this way again. All right. I don't uh, say the second half. Are you feeling that's, that? Oh, I, I feel that that's no, that's definitely, it's really, I think one of the hardest things to do is to know if you know full well, no matter what the situation is that like, that whole thing happened because you something else happened previous and that other person caused this cycle to not fall back into that or even better is to apologize for what you then did wrong subsequently but somehow managed to say listen you know but there was this other thing that also bothered me without saying like and that's why i did that you know what i mean yeah, like because yeah. then you completely undermine your apology <laughs> yeah yeah um you, i'm sorry i did it but you deserved it <laughs> that's totally that's totally the you know definitely don't want to do that now yeah 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 did you <clears throat> the remember when oscars and uh was it oscars when will when uh chris rock was yep. hosting oh yeah and uh he made a joke about jada pinkett smith losing her hair and yep. he made a uh, well he he made a joke let's be fair to chris rock a he jay. made a joke that she didn't have she had no hair at that time. It was definitely not about her losing her hair. I don't think. I don't think he knew, right? You think he knew that she had this that she had a alopecia? I don't know, but I think he's a comedian. I mean, that, no, that's... I think I think that might be even. I mean, he doesn't seem like the guy who would. I don't know. Either way, let's just put it out there. He made a joke of her being hairless on their head. Yeah. So then, <laughs> so then, uh, Will Smith. Yeah, gets up shortly after and smacks Chris Rock while he's still trying to host the Oscars mm. and then yells at him on stage. The day after, Will Smith gives an apology, right? Yeah. Uh, have you read it? I, I remember hearing it, but I don't remember exactly what it says at this exact moment. Okay. Even though nobody can see this, I'm sharing it with Jamie on the screen and he says he can't see it. Where he has oh, oh see. sorry. I haven't read it in a while. Would you like me to read it right now? <laughs> <laughs> so so here I'll, I'll read it and this is it's interesting because there's mixed opinions about whether this was genuine or not see i i asked I, I, funny thing was i think i was thinking of him when i said the whole thing about whether or not it was genuine or not go ahead so violence in all its forms is poisonous and destructive my behavior at last night's academy awards was unacceptable and excusable so he owns his behavior Jokes, jokes at my expense are part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear, and I reacted emotionally. Do you think that was him justifying what he did? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, that's... I definitely think that's a justification, but also it's not a, it's not a justification in the way that I feel like uh, he was saying, don't blame me for it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a justification sometimes can be very much it's why what my I kids did it, do. But he is saying but, why I did it, right? 100%. But saying like, I, I don't think he's saying that's why I did it. 
so I don't need to apologize. I, that's not how I was reading that part, at least not at this point. I mean, I don't, there's a there's another paragraph, but but he he clearly um, is saying this is why I did what I did because this isn't. I don't read this as also to Chris Rock. I read this as to the general public, like, don't hate me because I did something so egregious as slap somebody across the face in the middle of a live broadcast. You know what I mean? That's why I'm reading that. It, this doesn't feel, do you feel like this is anything to Chris Rock? I mean, I think he, I mean, he's, he's saying right there, essentially, that the joke Chris made was like, like, I, like I said, I did with Kendra, right? It's what you did was, what you did first was wrong, more wrong than what I did. Right. He's yeah. saying he's saying Chris Rock did something wrong first. Right. A joke about 100 percent, 100 percent. And much. I but but what I'm saying is this is an interesting case because case. via social media and all the, you know, trappings therein, he's not I don't feel like he's talking to Chris Rock at this point at all. I think he's talking to his fan base or his, you know, the general public. Yeah, it is an Instagram. Right. I was Googling for a bit. Um to try and I, you know, Googling whether he apologized privately or not, but there's no, I don't think you've right. said anything, right? If that's, that's the thing, like from where I, unless, unless you did something in this instance, it would actually be fitting, but, but it still would be, if you did something in a public forum and you embarrass somebody in a public forum, by the way, this, that example of someone slapping someone across the face, um, the the Gemara, the Talmud, the, the the Talmud, which is the law book, a Jewish law book, talks about slapping someone in front of the face is like killing them in public. It's like killing them, like you actually murdered them. Like that's how like that's how they treated and felt about embarrassment. So slapping versus had, like punching, or so you can no kick no no, or no just like just like that's so embarrassing to walk up to somebody else in front of a group of people and like slap them clean across the face was as if you killed them. You know what I mean? In a public forum, you know, it's but bad enough you, to. Don't yeah. you think that it's more embarrassing for Will Smith than it is Chris Rock at this point? Like, you know, I, I only think it's more embarrassing for Will Smith at this point because the reaction ended up being somewhat, and I don't even think it's as, as much as it should have been, um, that he got, you know, slapped on the wrist for what he did and people were not happy with what he did. If the whole public turned around and said, Chris Rock deserved it, he do you think he would have been writing this? No. Absolutely not. He's only I feel like now you tell me if you disagree. I feel like he's only writing this because he feels like his career was taking a turn that he didn't want it to and he was remorseful that he did something which got him thrown out of the academy. Right? If you really if you really insult somebody in public, I think what you need to do is not only apologize to that person but apologize to that person in public. Yeah, you need you to go. not, you know what I mean? You need to take it back onto a public forum and say in front of everybody else, I really messed up and I'm really sorry. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, let me and, read the and, rest and, of it. Let me read the ahead. rest of it then. Because he does say, I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I'm embarrassed and my actions were not indicative of the man I want to be. There's no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I would also like to apologize to the Academy the producers mm. of the show and all the attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret that my behavior has stained what would have been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. Can you go back up one paragraph for me for a second? I'd like to publicly apologize to Chris. It was out of line and it was wrong. 
I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I gotta be honest. It, it, it's, he never says the words, I'm so sorry for what I did. Right. I would like to apologize. That's almost like, that's like the precursor of then go ahead and do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so back to the love languages thing. I mean, he missed that one, the expressing regret. He did accept responsibility saying I was wrong. Definitely. Uh, he's not really making restitution. Um, maybe he's genuinely repenting, but not in the same way. He's not saying, you know, I won't do that again. It's just kind of implied. Yeah. So there's some stuff he missed. I don't know if everyone needs all of them, but. I don't know. Uh, I, I feel like there's something a little bit more emotionally open. Is that the word I'm looking for? When you actually say the words, I am so sorry for what I did. Right. He said, I would like to apologize. I was out of line and I was wrong. Yeah. I, I, it just, it feels, it just feels like it's missing something for me. I, I feel like if I were Chris Rock, I would be saying, uh, okay, you know, thanks. Thanks for, for trying. I, I don't, you know, like, is that, let's put it also in this regard. Like, that's why you're all, I think you were looking for the, was there a private apology? Like, is right. this the way you would speak to the person who was sitting across from <laughs> yeah. you when you did something, yeah. when you did something yeah. like this? You're Kendra. I genuinely apologize. <laughs> Ralph, why are you speaking so loud? I'm right next to you. <laughs> but meaning, Please don't interrupt version. my speech, Kendra. <laughs> Kendra, I have three by five cards here. And if I get out of order, I will I not know what I was going to say. 600,000 followers. I have to get this out. So can you please <laughs> But I mean, just me. think about like, that's also why I feel like this whole thing was theater, meaning everything that was happening like he was doing that because he felt like he needed to do that maybe just for her you know what i mean like he he needed to slap for some greater like i defend my wife who knows and or or maybe she was i mean you did you did see the part where where there's that little bit of they, that they caught him laughing in the one cut you saw that and then he looks at her yeah and then he, and then in between you can tell that in between and then she's glaring at will smith and he goes uh, I better do something about this. You know, like, you know, like, I'm in the doghouse. So, yeah, he, he very quickly knew, like, ooh, uh, I'm going to have to also apologize to her in a minute if I'm going to have to do something. But, but like, when you apologize to somebody, you really, really like, you grovel, you get down on your knees. You know what I mean? Like, even just if it's, I mean, verbally, you, you know, you, say, you, you should really say, like, that was horrible. I, I feel horrible. I feel so bad for what I did. If I could take it back, I would. Like there's so many other language. There's so much other language that wasn't there, you know? But I don't think you need to feel awful. I mean, I think if it's someone who you're just trying to reconcile. No, no, no. I meant, I'm sorry. I was still talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> like I'm doing the, how would I apologize to Chris Rock if I had done that? Like I would, there would be so many things that I would be saying. Like, Let's invite him oh on the podcast God. and ask. You let, okay. I think that's good. I think yeah. he'd come. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the other hard part is role play. The, the other hard part is with the with the, the apology languages. Uh, you know, it, it's not you don't need to have all five. You just need to make sure that you're speaking the ones that are genuine and the other person needs to hear. Right? Yeah. I don't always need to hear. I'll never do that again from you know Kendra, but from my staff, if they did something wrong at work, I'd like to hear. I won't do that again so that me as a supervisor don't have to worry about it. You know what I mean? So my apology, I that, line, the apology yeah, I, here 
needs to contain different things. I don't need him to grovel and feel bad and be like, sure. I'm really sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, that's coffee. true. That's true. It definitely depends on the, the social setting. But I think, I think there's, there's also peace. I think when you're dealing with apologies that, that have to do with things that often happen and often, I don't know if they're like certain like conditions that we, you know, like if one always leaves their socks out and, and your, your spouse always wants you to put the socks into the hamper, you know what I mean? And you just drop them on the floor and you know, full well, when you're apologizing to say, I'm never going to do that again is like a wasted, those are wasted words and she knows it and you know it, or you know what I mean? And so like, this is, you know, in the work setting, when you've now been explained, like, that's not what we do. We don't do that. Then the words definitely to be, uh, that's not going to happen again. You know what I mean? And it's not so hard. It's not like the human condition to, I don't know, at least we hope not like sexually assault someone in the workplace. You know what I mean? Like that has to be like, it will never happen again. Right. That, that we need to know. But like, but if you're talking about something where I, I know that's that one time down the line, I'm going to uh, slip up, I'm going to, and I'm going to say something that I didn't mean to say, or didn't want to say, then the language of, I'm never going to do that again is meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We have an ongoing one where we, if Kendra gets out of, if I, I get out of bed last, Kendra wants me to open the curtains in the sliding door because she likes it when to walk in the bedroom with, with natural light coming in. And I always forget or don't care or a kid wakes me up and needs breakfast. So I'm just like speeding off. She's like, Ralph, would you please open the curtains? And my response has stopped becoming, I'm sorry, I won't let it do it again to how hard is it for you to just open the curtain? When you <laughs> That's a great apology. There is no apology involved. <laughs> I'm not changing. I'm not genuinely sorry. I'm not going to make it right. I, sometimes, most of the time I do it. The one time I don't, I get in trouble. I, I really don't care anymore. There, I do what I so can. My, my, yours is the curtain. Mine is mine is the, the toilet seat. I'm still working on that, man. It's It's been you know, solid 13 years. And, and she's still saying, one. why don't you put the toilet seat up for us? That's what that's if, if my wife oh, had that problem. I'm like, the complete, I'm, I go that my line is always the complete opposite. Like, she's like, do you know what happens if the seat isn't down? And I sit down and I was like, why are you sitting down without looking below you? Yeah. Who does that? Like, <laughs> Who's running in the dark ass first slamming down. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, look, I always look before I leap. Like, that's not going to happen. Well, and we'll, just say back like, hey, why don't you put the seat up? You know, yeah. I need, I no, need that's a good... you need it down. I can't always assume you're going to go next. What if I have to go next? You want me to pee all over the seat from now on? Sure, I'll pee all over the seat. We'll see what's worse. See, and, and then I'm going to say the same thing. I'm going to say, and and guess what? I'm no longer looking beforehand. You're going to be complaining about ringworm all over your butt instead of me putting the seat <laughs> down. Uh, it's going to be fun. All right. Well, that's a good place to wrap up on apologies. Ringworm. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> good ways to end scene. Next time we'll do uh, forgiveness because I think there's a lot and we could bring in more uh, religious stuff on forgiveness. Amen. All right. Hi, Ralph. It's good to be back. <laughs>